This is for the vinyl boys. <laughs> Shut up! Yay. Shut up! Shut this your mouth! We're getting to a lovely podcast. Hi, <laughs> welcome to Vinyls Boys, uh, a podcast where we're going to talk about the things that we love, uh, those funny big discs uh, <laughs> with, with, the, with the music. Um, my name's Alec. Oh, I'm Tom. I'm Jake, and I'm Tyler. And today, um, we're we're going to be doing. Little, little, oh God, the thing that we do <laughs> is we're going to have each of us recommend an album uh, per week and, or per, per episode. And so we're going to keep it in a, in a specific order. This, uh, the first episode falls on me to recommend an album. And I decided to choose uh, Caro Caro Bonito's Time and Place. Yeah! Yeah! Audio speaking. Quit, yeah. quit that. <laughs> yeah. If you want to know what order we're going in, just look at our picture. Look at the look at the yeah. If you look next, at the album cover. Uh, yeah, yeah. You want to know what we look like? First is Alec going from left to right. Then we've got Tyler. <laughs> then me. And then Jake. And we're the exact kind of guys from our looks that you'd expect to be talking about records on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 we could share our Discogs accounts. <laughs> Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, actually, you know what? Don't do that. Don't do. Don't, don't do, do that. that. Don't, don't so, okay, so this podcast is going to be pretty, uh, like semi-structured, semi-unstructured. It's going to be about music, but really, we can talk about whatever we want. Um, but let's let's start off by uh, by discussing the album this week, um, time and place, uh, and I guess kind of what we. Decided Sorry. to do. <laughs> what, what are you laughing the, at? The name of the album is so funny. <laughs> time, time and place. Oh my god. Um, I'm hilarious. Alex like talking start. so bad. No, no, no. I, it's, <laughs> I just sometimes laugh and I forgot we're being recorded. So, no, no. no. Let, well, let's, What's I'll, so I'll funny? Ask. You want to share with the class? Nothing. Nothing. Um, yeah. Let's start it off. Alec. Yeah. First impressions. What What drew you to this album? Why did you start listening to it? So it was 2017. Uh, Humans by Gorillaz had just come out. And I remember, I don't remember for what song. It might have been Out of Body, which was on the deluxe edition. I remember I was in the comment section of that video, uh, or that song, and somebody was like, oh, the girl, Kylo Kish, kind of sounds like uh, Caro Caro Bonito. And I'm like, oh, I kind of like how that sounds. What's Caro Caro Bonito? And so I went to their music video for Trampoline, and I was like, oh, this is really good. I'm going to listen to this. Like, like I'm going to just, like start listening to this and at the time they only had one album out and so you know it was good i it was one of those things where it's like you, you find a new band and you're like yeah, i like this i'm gonna keep listening to this uh that's the only good thing that's ever come out of a youtube comment section it's kind of true <laughs> it's probably the best thing that's come out of one for me but <laughs> um caro caro bonito is a band that started with a very kind of like cutesy j-pop type uh production style and really was focused on electronic uh just synths kind of stuff but this was this ep that they came out with was nothing like they ever did before it was like 
guitars, like shoegaze type stuff, just really, really out of left field. <laughs> and they didn't announce an, an album or anything coming after this. So like, I think it was maybe like six or seven months later, they just surprise dropped the album. I, I think I pre-ordered the vinyl that morning <laughs> and um, listened to it. And I don't often love an album on first listen, but that was pretty much the, the thing here. <laughs> so you were a fan of Care Care Bonito before the album came out? Oh yeah, okay. yeah. I, wait, wait, wait. I'm confused. Is this an is this an EP or an album? This is an album. This no. I was okay. I was. What's the EP you're talking about? It's called a Totep, and it. Uh, <laughs> Totep. Yeah. It really got my toe tap. In. It got. That's <laughs> <laughs> a little jig. It's got my toe tap going. But. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. I. Yeah. No. So it was like that came out, and everyone was like, "Oh, all right," <laughs> and then. You know, this is one of my favorite albums ever. I, I love it to death. But what um, I want to know, kind of just in general, what did you, what did you fellas think? Well, I was just gonna ask real quick too. I'm curious, like when they had that departure in sound and started going with like it seems like more guitar heavy stuff and like you said, almost like shoegaze inspired. Did the fan base like that direction? Was oh it yeah, they, well? everybody loved um, it. Okay. No, every everybody loved it, and it was one of those things where. It was jarring at first, but it it immediately felt like it fit. Nobody, it they've continued to kind of slightly change up that song that style because, as much as I hate to say it, that album is almost five years old. Um, <laughs> so, um, it they've had like one or they've had one major album since then, and it's kind of different. But this is definitely the hardest they've ever leaned into that style, at least so far. Um, but I chose it for this first episode because it's short, fun, it showcases a lot of what I like about music. Uh, I can, I, I love this, yeah, I can really only say I love this album so many times. So what, what did you fellows think? <laughs> well, I thought some things, for me, it's... I'm not good at retaining things, and I never initially, like, pay attention to lyrics unless I'm really concentrating on it, because mm. I multitask so much yeah. when I listen to music. So on my in initial um, listening to this, based off of the cover, I was like, okay, this fits, this looks like how I would imagine it sounds, and then on my second listen, I was like, okay, I'm getting into this a little more, it's nice, um, and then I listened to it a little bit on my way here, because I wanted to absolutely sure of my thoughts right um i will say it's not quite up my alley especially mm. like i don't know is her name like what what is the main vocalist the main vote so okay the band the band members are we have sarah on vocals we have uh i believe uh just gus and jamie on production so it's yes. kind of a it's a, it's a trio it's kind of a it's kind of a death grips like formation. Oh, we're all right, we did it. death grips. All right, guys, we did it. We mentioned death grips. <laughs> oh, we made yeah. it. <laughs> we made it eight minutes into our recording before mentioning death grips. No. You know, so, you know when uh, death grips revolutionized the three people in a band format. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no one had ever <laughs> really took it a lot further. In. You wouldn't know this, but they took inspiration from that band. They oh. actually did cover. Uh, funny enough, they did cover. Caro Carabonito did do a cover of uh, I've Seen Footage at one of their live shows. I think you told me about that. Which is really, really funny. <laughs> um, but anyway, so 
Uh, so Tom, not really up your alley. I think there were parts of it that I really did enjoy, and then other parts where I was like, I'm not sure. Most of the album just kind of blended together for me. Okay. And then on my last listen, I was really like trying to pay attention, and I, I like I have some songs on there that I liked, and then there was a few that I was like not so sure about. But I'll I'll save that for later if we all want to talk about our yeah. favorite least favorites. So. To Jake. I, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get my input. <laughs> we'll, so, go, we'll go in order. I have a little more experience with this album because I think it was probably, I don't know, it may have been a couple years ago. I know Only Acting came up. It was around the time that I first started hanging out with you two. Well, like, you, I think I even heard Only Acting before you were talking about Karen Oh, really? Karen. I, don't, okay. I don't remember exactly when I heard it, but it came up, and I, I the, the vocal style is not... Especially back then. Now, you know, I listen to a wide variety yeah. of things, but it was something where I was kind of not what I typically listen to, but I really kind of liked the evolution of that track with, you know, the more poppy start and the, like, distorted guitar type stuff. I, I, and I really the, the absolute breakdown that it has at the end. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> where, and that's where we're talking about kind of, like, shoegaze and stuff. The, the ending of that is, like, such intense noise leading to the next one, and I think one of the big strengths of this album, too, is I really like track-to-track, uh, track, the transitions and everything. I feel like it does flow really well. And I think Tom is right to a point, at least for me, I do feel like some a little bit of it blends together for me, and sometimes it's hard for me to remember some of these tracks. But there are a ton that I really, really enjoy. Um, I think Outside is a great opener. <laughs> Sorry, I was just, just going to say Dump. <laughs> yeah, no, I, Dump is actually one of my favorites, too. I really like Dump. Um... And I think it's most successful when it really plays around with the, like, softer stuff going back and forth with some of the harder elements, because I really I like the I hard agree. opening leading to the slower stuff. And some of the slower stuff maybe isn't as standout to me as some of the harder stuff, but I do like the tracks that kind of teeter and go back and forth from both. I think that contrast is good. I like Dump a lot. Are we are we doing favorite just, tracks just later? Go yeah, just, just, just go it. for it. We'll, yeah. I don't know. Only it's, acting... It's probably easier to discuss what we liked about it if we're, we're just... We're figuring it out as we go. Yeah. So. It's the first show. I really like uh, Visiting Hours, too. Visiting uh, Hours is great. It's one of my favorites. I really like how uh, Flyway kind of maintains the energy of the end of Only Acting and kind of is a pretty high-energy track. Um, yeah. I don't know. And I, like I said, I do like how Outside kind of starts it off. I can talk more about those tracks, but maybe uh, let's hear some of Tyler's thoughts now, too. So, um... Yeah, my my experience with Caro Caro Benito went as far as Flamingo, yeah. and I remember you played us this album. We were on a drive yeah. back from Columbus yeah, yeah, at one yeah. point. I did remember that. Wait, was this the Roger show? It might have been. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. It was, it was oh, way okay. before. Yeah, I forgot that. to mention that Alec has played this before. Yeah. for us before yeah. we even listened to it for the podcast. So yeah, it was a couple of years ago. Is when I first started hanging out with Jake and Tyler. Um, or with Tyler, I, I hung out with Jake a good bit beforehand, but is we're, when we were all first becoming friends. We I drive. We were at Columbus for something. I think it was for record stores, and we were just driving back. Um, and I put it, and I put it on because we were all putting on an album. Uh, but yeah, so some exposure to it. I Which suppose. Uh, fun fact, Alec, you might not remember this, but what? the album I chose for that drive was King Crimson's Discipline. Was it really? <sighs> it was. I forgot that. I too. think I fell asleep. So <laughs> he might have fell asleep, but that's now. That's Wait. now like one of my favorite albums ever. What year was this? Like <laughs> this was a couple 20, years. Twenty twenty one. Early twenty twenty one. Was probably. it? Are we sure it wasn't like early last year? No, yeah, it was twenty twenty one. Yeah. Yeah, twenty one. It was COVID time, right? Yeah, 
Let's let's go with that COVID time. Okay, it was still sorry. yeah. We, we were wearing masks in the stores. That's mm-hmm. what I uh, yeah. We what still, still happens <laughs> yeah. well, at one store. We we're still not do that. Name names and point fingers, but there is someone out there. We'll do that later. But um, <laughs> so so this is this was like my second full. Right, this is actually my first like full album listen for like any of their stuff. Definitely not what I expected after listening to Flamingo. Um, <laughs> yeah, like you said, it had like. I typed out a whole music board review after I listened to it too. I described it as the perfect music for a Kirby game, but at the end I added with like a pop punk edge. Okay. Yeah. But I definitely liked a lot of the a good like Jake said it was like a good mix when it really took advantage of mixing the harder stuff with like the softer stuff. Like only acting is probably my favorite song because it choice. just fucking dies at the end <laughs> yeah it just like the distorted mess it actually does remind me of death grips alec and i were oh. listening to it like the album again on the way back home and we were having a conversation and we just got to the end of only acting and i was like you know what let's just uh let's pause the conversation for a sec because he couldn't even hear me because i had my speaker turned up and it was just a blaring noise but it's great no i i like the chaos that it embraces at times and it it feels like an intentional chaos it never really feels like it's like it feels like it's purposeful and it always gets drawn back into like something that has a really good or catchy melody and then amps up and gets crazy and wild again and it like goes back and forth. It just I'm feels a, like a very like self-contained chaos and I yeah. kind of like it for that. Yeah. I'm a look. I'll I'll say this. I'm a I'm a little bitch from good melodies. <laughs> if you're if you got a good melody in there and you have some crazy elements, I'm probably going to like the project. But Caro Caro Bonito really was my first exposure moment to a lot of shoegaze, actually. It was probably first there, and um, we'll, you'll come to know this throughout the, uh, throughout the show. I'm a massive Weezer fan, um, <laughs> and one of, the major pro- one of the major inspirations that was listed for this album was Weezer. <laughs> so, nice. so, uh, this all comes full circle. Alec, it will, does. No, it will, really does. Will we be expecting a Weezer album from you sometime in the future? <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> but yeah, like also, Outside was a really good opener. I felt like that was just like a great song. That kind of, a good introduction song to what you were kind of about to listen to. Dump was another good one. I liked Make Believe and If I'd Known. Make believe is one of my make favorites. believe was pretty good. Um, yeah, make believe by Weezer. Yeah, let's see. it's one of your favorites. Yeah, no. you know what? I, I, I yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, let's, go, let's go with that. Let's go with that. Talk about good melody. I mean, shit, Beverly Hills. Yeah, gimme, gimme. All right, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Go ahead. Tom. I did also like. I forgot to add this to my list too, but I also like the uh, the final track. I think it's called Rest Stop. Oh, Rest Stop's great. Rest Stop's good because I liked how it did the same thing that Only Acting kind of did, where it was like very unexpected melancholy and just, yeah. just kind of Throws went it. downhill like it, in, no, in it, the best it, way possible it becomes <laughs> it becomes hell immediately yeah. like at some point in the track like, I, I like when groups do that they, they play on your expectations a little bit yeah again but like I think this is more so of a case though where it's just not my thing that's fair it's mostly because I, I just I never grew up or have ever taken a like a connection with kind of like j-pop or like anime or like any of that kind of culture might be able to it might be a little telling yeah but that's the exact opposite of me <laughs> I was just gonna say, Alec, you are an anime fan for i sure. 
These I are am... in anime. Those are your two. Uh, <laughs> don't, of your don't, don't say that. <laughs> All you need to know don't about say that. He's an open book, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, not like, so okay. Now let me. Okay, I will preface. I, there is another reason I chose this album because I think it kind of perfectly shows you what I'm all about because I love I love a good amount of music but you can really boil down a lot of my musical taste to being a weird internet kid because <laughs> I like that's where I found this, this is where that's where I found most of the stuff I love is just absolute niche like just weird garbage that most people probably would not like and Caracara Benito is certainly one of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this is this this group here in general, we all have our acquired tastes. Oh yes, yeah. But we we do uh kind of meet in the middle a lot and we listen to a lot of, you know, stuff that a lot of people wouldn't like that we all happen to like. Yeah. Like yeah, just for example, the other day we were like introducing each other to this like little known indie band that no one's really heard of, like Tame Impala. Um it's it's <laughs> he he actually plays all oh the instruments Yeah, can you believe it's just him? It's yeah, it's just, just, just one guy. Believe it. It's it's kind of wild. <laughs> Wait, when was this? Is this a joke? Is this a bit that I'm missing? You ha- you haven't heard of Tame Impala, right? Like, not many people. You've have. never heard of Tame Impala? I mean, no, yeah. I definitely well, don't. Well, like own he both he would be my favorite artist, but like the Strokes are pretty great too. I, 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 oh, you Tame have Impala the and the Strokes. You have the two, uh, two best okay. indie bands. Jake's, ever. Being, Jake's being a little facetious here, <laughs> and you might not pick up on that, but he. <laughs> oh, you'll come to being a little silly, man. Being a little silly. No, but in all seriousness, Alec, obviously you can see the J-pop roots, but I do think this is something. I don't want to say that transcends that because that no, would almost I, treat J-pop <laughs> stuff like it was like you know a negative oh, no, 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 thing no. to want to go beyond. I absolutely like, think I absolutely think to a certain extent a lot of this album can be enjoyed by most people, but um, like like the, a lot of the major tracks can be enjoyed by a lot of people. I guess in the same scene that we're in is what I mean. But I, I also just feel like it's also just like Sarah's vocals. You don't like Sarah's vocals? I. It's just not for me. I don't hate them, Fair but enough. I do have to say, it's just not like what I'm used to. It's like fair enough. I, and that's a good way. To, the way how I put it in my review is that I put her vocals as like too fragile for me, like too too okay. light, like too. Yes, reference. Yes, yeah. yes. I, I knew you were gonna say that too. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking. <laughs> that I was like, he's gonna say it. He's gonna say it. <laughs> okay, I'm glad, Look, I'm glad I'm the I'm glad I'm the only one who didn't pick up on that. That means my brain rot still isn't total. I think we well, all thought of it, didn't we? <laughs> no, Alec. Alec didn't think of it. No, he's, I didn't. No. He uh, hasn't been on a prog bent lately, except for King Crimson Elephant Talk stuff. I guess. Here's the thing. I kind of agree with Tyler too, but I also think it's just. It's so weird pinpointing like what appeals to people and what doesn't, especially no, with vocals. I like, will tell you, there is no good reason why I like her vocals. It's just like I remember from moment one when I first heard her voice, I'm just like, yeah, that's it. I like that. I like all of that. Sometimes, <laughs> and, I mean, and there's even projects of hers that like I don't think are too great, but like they're automatically made better because she's on it. <laughs> like. Yeah. I'm, like, it's, it's one of those things where it's like I just enjoy what this person does and obviously this whole trio is incredible yeah and I mean sometimes it takes a little while for vocals to click for you too like, oh, of I mean course. there are artists like I was just I've been getting into swans a little bit lately and like I don't know the first time I tried to listen to To Be Kind like the vocals really kind of were a turn off for me but sometimes when the vocals marry well with like the style of music it, I mean, it's so, yeah. something we're all very familiar with Black Midi um, I did not really enjoy Greep's vocals for the first uh, few times I listened to Hellfire, but 
I like it now. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was kind of the same. It took me a bit to get into Black Midi, but, like, I, his vocal style to me now is just, I, it's yeah. perfect for the material, and I love it. I love the cast to it. I was going to ask, too, I've been kind of getting into Bjork a little bit lately. Yeah. And just, you know, obviously she has, like, a bent for, like, kind of strange pop-esque songs, too. Oh, it's like, absolutely Bjork-inspired. I was going to say, I mean, there's has no, Cara Carabinito talked? Oh, there's, uh, there's, no ch- there's no chance it's not. <laughs> yeah. No, that's what I figured, but I just didn't know if they had talked about Bjork. A lot of, inspiration um, at all because, uh. A lot of a lot of a lot of the visual direction as well takes inspiration from Bjork because Bjork is really good at that. Um, but I guess uh, one of the other things we kind of wrote out in our little outline is just kind of general facts and trivia about the album. Um, but I guess I didn't bring up my favorite tracks. Or Tom, did you did you do yours? Um, can like circle around. Are there any? Do you want to like sprinkle in fun facts and we can have little discussions based on? Oh, um, well, I guess I'll just talk about the general theme of time and place because it's not immediately obvious. The way I like to say it is that I think a lot of the songs are kind of deceptively simple, <laughs> like when you're just looking at the lyrics, or like like there's a lot of them where it's like outside is very simple because it's just a song about the smell of rain. <laughs> like that's literally all it says on the uh, genius page, but then there is just like, oh yeah, it's the smell of rain, and then there's rain does smell real somebody good. Somebody did that one. Put in the effort. They're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> screw this. It's what it's about, I guess. I but, don't know. I reckon. I but it's in, all right. for the most part, I mean, for the most part, uh, time and place kind of in in contrast because their first their first album was very much like. I guess childlike would be a way to describe it. That was interesting. Power almost went out. Um, <laughs> sorry about that. Universe is trying to sabotage your podcast. Uh, so, so yeah. Um, I guess the first album was. I guess childlike would be a way to describe it. It um, it's for babies. <laughs> babies, not baby real music. music. You don't have a Kirby music. Kirby music. <laughs> it is kind of like Kirby music, but it's like <laughs> Kirby's good though. Kirby yeah, is good music. It's. It's very much like uh, it's a very much like simple and positive outlook that the album puts forward, which is not a bad thing. No, not at all. Yeah, but then time and place comes around. And they grew up and watched the real world. They turned thirteen. Well, <laughs> the thing with it is, while the original album Bonito Generation has all those childlike uh, kind of outlooks, time and place is all about the loss of that outlook because. It was spurned, the, like, the writing for this album started with, uh, I believe one of the, I believe Sarah, uh, like, her childhood home got, like, bulldozed or something. Oh. And so she was talking about, she's like, this, she's like, this was just such a, like, a formative thing. It's like, I didn't even know, she's like, I didn't know what to feel because obviously I don't live there anymore, but, like, it's just a weird feeling. And so exploring that feeling more led to ideas of just, like, kind of impermanence of the way that we look at physical things in the world. Um, and a lot of it, I would say, I guess primarily time and place is about that weird place in your early 20s, which we're all in, where you start to recontextualize things that you've seen in your life as a child. Um, and this may, be, this may be looking into it a little too much, but that is always what I get from it, and that's why... I guess it's very special to me is because looking through it through a lot of different lenses, it is an album that um, touches on a lot of subjects that I like thinking about. Um, yeah, that's. I guess that's kind of 
one of the things that's going to be a little hard with this podcast when you describe stuff is if we're introducing each other to albums. It doesn't give us a ton of time to like dig into no. the lyrics and yeah. stuff. And I do feel like, I mean, listening through a lot of times, you know, it takes a few listens to, for that to sink in. And I could tell that there was like a lot of good lyrical content, and, but I just mm-hmm. didn't get have the time to fully experience that or dig into that. So it's cool to have that perspective. And I mean, that theme makes sense. I mean, even yeah. just with the name of the album and everything, it, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. And it's definitely, I would say, it's not even like they've ever done anything kind of close to this because their other albums touch on like overarching themes, but none of them do it quite well as this one. Um, but you know, in general, it's pretty simple. It's it's light. It's fun. But I mean, have you considered the fact that maybe the lyrics to this album are actually they make it a concept album, and all the other albums are connected to it in big ways? <laughs> oh, and there's like no. a whole story that it tells. <laughs> and even when they've moved on to new styles, they definitely are still trying to tell a story. That the connects Carol verse. Yeah, the yeah. Carol verse. I okay. okay. I I guess I mean. <laughs> Do we really? Are you actually answering that question? Or? No, no, no I was please, gonna, please don't. No. So okay, does I guess does anybody else have any like major things they want to mention about how they felt about the album? Are we talking about like least favorite tracks or? Are we oh yeah, let's talk yeah. about let's talk about the. I, the well, lesser no, you moments. and Tom still need to say your well, favorite I just, tracks. I do, oh yeah. Before, before <laughs> yeah. Answer, I, here, I do want to ask you guys a question. Just functionality of this podcast here. Sure. Do we want to agree that the presentee of the album should be the one doing? No, let it go. <laughs> doing the most like um, research behind it, like like what Alex. Yeah, I think that works sense. best. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, like you said, this is a short no. album too. And it, it's we a very didn't short time. <laughs> if somebody throws out like an hour and a half album, I don't think any of us are gonna <laughs> be looking at the lyrics of these songs too much. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, well, it just depends. There will always. I feel like with a lot of these albums, there'll definitely be ones where some of us have at least heard bits and pieces, or so, like a few of us will know it, and a few of us won't. So I think that it makes sense for us to just kind of explain it to the other people, introduce them to it, and then just react to it. Like I mean, yeah, okay, I think that'll work. I wanted to. Um, I guess I don't know. I, I I'm terrible at transitioning conversations, Tom. Hmm? Bring up your favorite tracks. My favorite track? <laughs> I like Dump. <laughs> we're all big Dump I was, I was yeah, thinking Dump in the car, we're, big, we're big Dump heads over um, here. Yeah, I like the second track a lot too, Time Today. Um, Dear Future Self, a little slower, but mm-hmm. I like, especially after you like your explanation of, oh, yeah. of the meaning behind this album, I'm thinking like, wow, yeah, I like that a lot more. I do have, it's going to be an unpopular one though. I don't think the opener is that good. I you don't it, like outside. I think it might be my least favorite track on that. Wow, really? I yeah, think it's okay. interesting. I, I'm not necessarily surprised, but it does seem like Tom is a little bit opposite of kind of the ones that me and Tyler were into. Just where like Tyler and I are gravitating towards the harder stuff, and then Tom's gravitating towards the slower stuff, which you know, yeah. it's, it's not, not a bad sur- thing at all. No, I just I'm not I think it, our, yeah, our tastes definitely diverge at a point. <laughs> and I, those slower ones were good, but I just I think maybe if I looked at the lyrics, I'd appreciate them more. But they were less engaging to me than that's some fair. of the harder ones. Yeah, and, th- and that's totally fine. My issue with like the rock stuff, and I think this is going back to what I said earlier, is that it all blends together with me with that aspect of it. And the first track, let me explain why I'm not a huge fan of it. <laughs> um, if we're gonna conclude that this album just kind of slowly becomes more and more chaotic, I feel like the first track just felt a little too disorganized to me um and i'm feel free to completely disagree with me on this but it just 
I, I don't even disagree. It was just, no. yeah, it was like, but not in a way that I was like, oh, I like this. It was just like, oh, this is weird. And then it went to the second track, and I was like, I, I like it more now. But the opener was like, the way, I feel weird. The way I look at Time and Place is I look at it, I, I, I definitely think the chaos is a major, major part of it. Because <laughs> yes. there's just so much of it that is off the wall insane. <laughs> I, I don't know. I feel like Outside drew me in. To be honest, I don't think it was off-putting to me. I feel like I, when I was going back to this album, I was like, I don't know if I'll enjoy it as much. My taste has changed a little bit. But I feel like starting off off the bat, just like it gave it a momentum that I didn't remember that it had at the beginning. It kind of drew me I in. I feel like if I've never heard Flamingo before, I wouldn't have liked Outside for how much it kind of threw me, threw, threw me off. Yeah. yeah. I take it you're not a Flamingo guy? No, I, I like Flamingo. No, I mean, <laughs> I would never be like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely putting this on in the aux right now. I mean, yeah, but, but n- not my vibe, really. I mean, it's a, it's a fun song. It's just I think internet culture just kind of definitely took a hand on that song. Oh, for sure. The internet culture, you know, has ruined a couple things. No there are kidding. a couple things that internet culture has ruined, so that would make no, sense. No, I... There, that's, just a couple. That's yeah. a good bit, honestly. Like, I'm going to... A lot of the albums, probably a good few of the albums that I'll recommend throughout the age of this podcast are albums that have had their time in the limelight on the internet or with little songs here and there that the internet has just absolutely destroyed. And I guess, I don't know, some people, I don't want to say are better. I, some, I would say like some people have an easier time differentiating uh, or kind of separating certain songs from a context that they've been put in, uh, especially when it comes to internet culture and memes. Uh, but I, I, I don't know. I tend to be able to separate things decently well. Well, sometimes things are pervasive in internet culture just because they are actually good songs. Oh, yeah. And the cringe yeah. that's heaped on top of it, hopefully the song is good enough to be able to prevail despite that. Sometimes it gets to be a little much. Sometimes it gets to be the Stranger Things fan base obsessing about uh, Metallica's Master of Puppets. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah. even in that Tyler, case... Tyler weeps at the sight of Eddie Mudson. <laughs> like, even in that case, you know, it's, it's a whole lot of cringe, but it's still a great, it's still amazing, great. classic song. Yeah. So, like, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to ruin it. It just, sometimes it's not so fun to watch something you love get uh, adopted by people who aren't really treating it oh, or no, respecting no. it or understanding it the same way. Yeah. And that sounds really pretentious. Well, no, it, it makes like, sense, though. It's true. Everybody has had... Everybody who has been on the internet and been a fan of something has had that experience. But on it doesn't the, matter if it's a movie, video game, or anything. It's Everybody's had that. On the opposite end, sometimes it is cool to see something you like, get introduced to more people, even if it's through means that, you know, aren't the best or stupid memes or TikTok or whatever. Sometimes it can, you know, it can be good to see you know, yeah. greater attention on something you like, so. So, yeah. Um, let's get back on track. Tom, favorite tracks, please? Oh, well, I mean, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> you're going back to an old track, buddy. I'm going to an old track. I don't, I don't <laughs> know my Jake, tracks. Jake went over his favorite tracks. Um, uh, I kind of. Well, did you talk about you? yours? I covered, I covered like most of them. Alec. Um, I'll just, I'll just say the ones that uh, that stand out to me because, I mean, I love all the tracks on this album, but, um, the ones that I always find myself coming back to are, obviously, time today, only acting. Uh, dump, make believe, and uh, swimming. I love that one. Swimming's a. I forgot that was a pretty good cut too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that was that's one that kind of was a sleeper on my end. Like it kind of started 
it kind of started as one of my least favorite, but then I think it might be my favorite on the album. I'm not too sure. Um, but I guess now that we're out of that, let's let's bring up a, our lowest point on the album. What are we? Hits. What do we? What do we think is? What do we think? What do we think is like the chip in the armor in this album? I already said my piece, so you guys go ahead. Um, I don't know. That's a little harder for me. I don't. Uh, I got my two. If I can just yeah, chip Tyler, around. go ahead. Go ahead. So I feel like one's gonna be a kind of like a little bit more of a controversial take and then the other one I feel like it would kind of be maybe a little bit more agreed on. Okay. Um, my two tracks I really didn't like controversial controversial first I didn't like Dear Future Self. Aw. It's, 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 it's fair. I mean I'm gonna agree that I do think it was one that was less engaging to me. I, I don't think it was bad. I just I don't know. What, what Why didn't you like it, Tyler? Um, a little too cheesy for me. But that was before you told me about, like, the album's message and, like, kind of, like, more, like, inner meaning and whatnot. To me, it's just, like, I think it was No, I felt... So... I will say, I did feel the same about that track until I gave the album more time. Yeah. And it's also... I'm not a big fan of the instrumentation on that That's, track, too. That is totally fair. It's a little too, again, kind of corny for me. Kind of corny, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I feel... I, I kind of agree. And then I feel like th- th- this one, I just... I, 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 did not like that much was sometimes sometimes is not good it's, no. it's it was not a good I'm i sorry. adore it's, 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 i adore this whole album but i do not like sometimes like that <laughs> that track by itself i was just kind of like no i think it's a good track like bare like bare bones like the, the bones of that track are great but like i just don't like the way it's performed i usually skip it um so i that is definitely not. This a is also coming thing. from somebody that's not really much of a fan of like kind of like the more folky tracks in albums. Like like for example, everyone thought I like made the greatest sin on earth when I said that uh, "Little Ghost" by the White Stripes was not good. <laughs> that was just a you and me thing. Yeah, that was just we, a you and me everyone, aka just Alec. I yeah, we, <laughs> well, that was because well, okay, I, I'll that tell is... people that and they'll be like, "It's not that bad." I'm like, I don't know, it's kind of annoying. <laughs> Who else did well, you tell? My coworkers and whatnot. Well, yeah, well, okay. So, I don't know. I think the main reason I like Little Ghost is because I, I don't know, my dad used to play it for me as a kid, and I have that nice memory. But I remember when you brought it up, I'm like, yeah, it, it does kind of suck, but I think it's a fun, <laughs> I think it's a fun track. Like, it just little in general. Ghost, little Ghost! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just in general, though, like, those, like, folky, like, group sing-along <laughs> tracks. Yeah, no, that's, I, I'm gonna be honest, I kind of forgot what sometimes sounded like until you guys brought up that that's what it was and I was like oh yeah that one yeah I, I just it's I don't know if it fits so much with the style of some of the rest of the it album it doesn't no it really doesn't like I, I have always said this and while I do think it's a near perfect album at least to me the only thing the only thing keeping it from that like that absolute amazing status is sometimes because it just doesn't fit so yeah that is not a controversial pick at all <laughs> um the controversial one was Dear Future Self. Yes, no, I don't yeah. think that one's even that controversial. Because I understand yeah. where you're coming from. Well, I feel from. like fans of the band would also just kind of be like... I don't know. It just kind of rings me as a song that would kind of be like... Everyone be like, but that's actually really good. But uh, I don't know. I just... Again, it, it this, uh, this album's more of a case for me of just like... I get what it's trying to do. And I, I like the creative aspects of it. I just don't think it's up my alley that's fine no, I, yeah. it's kind of funny because I'm re-listening to Dear Future Self a little, not, 
and the little do 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 in the back. It, it is I don't know. It's it's a it's a little corny to me, yeah. like you were saying. And you guys, be honest, you guys would probably not like the first album at all <laughs> because well that could be. I it's mean, it's pretty close. Like your your future self is a little close to that original sound that they had because a lot of their earlier stuff is very uh, video game sample heavy, mm-hmm. um, and so. There's like I remember there's a song off of their mixtape that they had before the first album that literally uh, uses the um, the ba bum bum ba bum ba from Super Mario sixty four <laughs> as the, the foundation. For Jimmy the Fallon is it the Jimmy Fallon acapella version? Yeah. No, was it, was it Jack Black making the sound? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not gonna say that. Wait, wait has, uh, <laughs> have they released any albums since? This yes, one? they released. Um, a double EP that they eventually compiled as an album called Civilization. Is it similar in this vein of style? Mm, maybe. Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's like I don't quite know how to describe Civilization. It's yeah. this is the one that you don't have on vinyl, right? No, I got it. Reminder: This is a vinyl-based podcast. Yes, yes. <laughs> I actually bring that up a lot. I actually have. We all, all have matching Crosley Cruisers, and they are so cool. <laughs> no, 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 no! <laughs> I actually okay. I actually have all of the Cara Cara Benito albums. I have most of their singles. I'm missing a couple, um, but yeah, no. Um, I can't listen to the Civilization right one right now because it's cut at 45 and my turntable is busted, so I can only listen to 33 records. Damn. Um, yeah, but Civilization, I would say, is much more of a. It takes the same creative spirit that Time and Place had, and turns the subject matter into more. I don't know. I don't really know how to describe it. Kind of apocalyptic, almost. It feels much more. Uh, I, I don't know what I, I like apocalypse focused it really kind of centers around that idea plays a lot more with um, synths I would say you guys would you guys would probably enjoy that one does it's it, got some good ones so you're talking about apocalyptic does it sound like any sort of like Ronnie Rad he's talking about it he's doing another bit is watch the world burn like is that similar to that boom I will say this I do I just gotta clarify before we move on from the joke we hate we hate that song. We the, hate Ronnie Radke. We hate him because of cringe TikTok clips. <laughs> Fuck Jay, you, Ronnie Radke. We can't have Ronnie Radke on the podcast. <laughs> we can have him. Hey, Ronnie, <laughs> react to this podcast on TikTok, please. <laughs> and just do that weird stone face thing. You hey, do Ronnie Radke. <laughs> I will say this about Civilization while we're on the. Yeah. I do really like the album cover. Oh yeah, the cover so good. goes hard. So good. Oh, that's badass. That's pretty badass. Yeah, I. I like it. God damn, I do love this band. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I kind of consider their discography to be one of the only ones where I really don't have a problem with any of the albums. Um, I feel like I've been critiquing this a bunch too, but I really do like this album. Like, I enjoy it a lot. It's like, subjective. I, I mean, this whole podcast is subjective. Yeah, yeah. of course. No, and, and I feel like when it's going to come up to me bringing, bringing up the weird albums I like, I do feel like... The thing you're gonna hear me say a lot is the tone of like, oh, that's fine that you didn't like that. I understand. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. This is just this podcast is just another excuse for us to shove albums into each other's faces yeah. and force them to listen to them to see. Man, please, do you please. actually like this? It's true. It is true. They're gonna force me to listen to Death Grips at some point, <laughs> and I have not gotten. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna die. <laughs> Beast of burden here. Year of the Tom. <laughs> no, it's to get our hundreds of thousands of listeners to listen to these albums too. So all of you guys listening to this right now, no check love, out Tom Time Web. and Place. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Did so. They, 
Did they? Oh, I'm sorry. Just like, no, go ahead. I was just gonna ask. Did they come on tour like ever? Yes, actually, I went to their 2019 show, and it was really, really good. Didn't you say that was the first mosh pit you'd ever been in? Yes. They had a mosh pit. So okay, it was at the. Um, I'm gonna beep this out because this will dox my location. They were at the Grog Shop, um, and uh, it's a it's a smaller venue. Um, you know, it's just kind of a room and a stage and a bar, um, and. You know, it was a good a good few people were at that show. I, you know, I was I was doing good. I got a I got a vinyl. I was I was I was just kind of sitting there having fun. Um, and I will say I will preface this: uh, the record did not get damaged throughout any of this somehow. Um, but throughout the entire show, there are these. Uh, I guess it's this couple. I would probably assume it's this couple standing next to me, and they are. On something, <laughs> I don't know what it was. It definitely wasn't. They definitely weren't drunk, and they definitely it was not weed. It was definitely something more. But they were on something, and they were having a good time, you know. Um, and then it gets to the last song of the show. They do trampoline, which is a very very energetic song of theirs, um, which apparently some people decided to start moshing. And I was like, oh, that's funny. I've never been to a mosh pit. <laughs> because I was, like, I think 17 at this show, and this was... I only started going to concerts in 2018. Let me preface that first. Um, but um, I remember um, the guy, he seemed much more mellow. The girl was kind of freaking out. Um, so as soon as the mosh pit starts, I'm standing there with my friend, uh, Jared, who I went to the show with, and we're just both sitting there, like, hanging out, vibing, and the girl... <laughs> the girl full body tackles me into the center of the crowd right in front of the stage and I am like fighting for my life and I'm like oh Jesus Christ I, like, I'm like pushing people out of my way I'm like whoa push you in the deep end and no the, the best part is I really wish I could have seen what Jared saw in that moment because according to him he looked at me looked back at the stage and a, a, like a second later looked back and I was gone just missing. So yeah, typically, uh, mosh pits just start with like a general like pushing around to get people into it. They typically don't start with people like diving after somebody. Well, that's, see, that's, uh, that's a bit, the, of, the that's a bit pit, extreme. The mosh Ooh, pit had already. Brown. The the move pit. Uh, the move pit. The mosh pit had already started. <laughs> the move pit. The girl just decided the to join pit. in and bring me with her. <laughs> get in, Charlie Brown. But yeah, they're, um, what, they're, what they're referencing, what these two guys are referencing, yeah. you guys will have no clue what the fuck they're talking about is we went to Forest Hills, New York last year to see King Gizzard uh, perform live with Black Midi. And they were up in their seats in the bleachers, but I was down in the pit, and I had a shirt that was yellow with black stripes. <laughs> and I took a breather from the mosh pit for a sec because it was very high energy. And a woman behind me was shoving me, trying to get me back in. She was like, come on, Charlie Brown. <laughs> so apparently she left my shirt. Can you also talk about what the guy said to you? Because it was a black <laughs> Sabbath shirt, and he's like, Oh yeah, okay. He was like, "What did he say?" He's like, no, "Yeah, we, I like resting on Sundays." Well, no, we were. We oh, were. <laughs> there were also okay. So I have it's this shirt. It's a yellow shirt, and it has black stripes on the sleeve, and on the front it says Sabbath worship. And it typically gets a reaction out of people. People like the shirt, or at least have some sort of strong reaction. So we're walking the streets of New York, and a guy was like, "Yeah, man." I like that. I like that because you know the week is so busy. We gotta rest on Sundays, you know. <laughs> no, he he was so enthusiastic. He was like, "I love that, brother. You got a shirt 
he was like, he was like, yeah, that's right, Sabbath worship. We <laughs> we only we rest on Sundays. <laughs> Didn't have the heart to tell him. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. you're like, yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about the other shirt mishap that happened in the? In New York, or I guess a shirt situation. Are you talking also about with my situation? How no? Who had I'm talking, sh- I'm talking about the uh, the Weezer shirt I was wearing that one time. The Pinkerton one? Yeah, we were at the bar. Uh, and oh. oh, I vaguely remember. This. I was. I, I, I don't. Sounds, were weren't you like going to the bathroom? No. Okay. Yeah. So here's back? so here's what happened. I we're at this bar, uh, this hole in the wall bar in New York, and um, I go to the bathroom and I come out. I'm wearing my Weezer Pinkerton shirt. And um, I hear from across the from across the room, I hear a child scream out, "He's wearing a Weezer shirt!" <laughs> Get out of my <laughs> Exactly like that, and I froze. I froze, and I whipped my head around. I see this family of four, you know, m- mother, father, like son, daughter, just sitting there enjoying their meal, and they're all like, "Oh, we love Weezer." <laughs> <laughs> And they're just like, hey, did you did you go to their show they did with Fall Out Boy? And I was like, no, no, I didn't. But that's cool, so, man. <laughs> do you think that this kid, do you think that he's an El Scorcho kind of guy, or do you think that Pink Triangle is his favorite off of Pinkerton? Oh, yeah. it's definitely... What would defi- be his tier ranking? It's definitely, um, he loves Why Bother. He loves um, Across the Sea. <laughs> yeah, the, it, yeah, I was going to say, Across the Sea might be going over a, his head a, a little bit cut. right now. He's yeah, a deep cut man. No, yeah, he's a de- he likes that long time sunshine stuff. Wasn't he like, how old was this kid? He was like seven, oh. I had, if I had to guess. <laughs> this was not a, this is not an older kid. This kid, like, this is... <laughs> this kid is being raised on Weezer. <laughs> it's just, the, the, I, I cannot replicate. Weaned on Weezer. Yeah. I feel like I feel suckling like, on the Weezer teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I can't orchestrate enough just how much fear shot up my spine when the kid yelled, "He's got a Weezer shirt on!" So if he's like a baby, happen? he's like a baby Weezer fan. Do I don't have know, like a, like a Weezer pacifier. I've never been shouted. <laughs> Do you think that, I've like, never been shouted at from across the bar. Do you think that he's young and naive enough that he like really likes Pacific Daydream, and then he goes to school and tries to tell his friends about Pacific Daydream, and they're like, "That album sucks, man." <laughs> well, I don't think they'd say that. For gratitude, guys. You were frozen in fear. What do you think was gonna happen? Like a bunch of thugs were fro- gonna come out. I wasn't and, frozen. Like, beat in, you up. I wasn't frozen in fear, but I'll tell you, there was surprise in in my soul. I, <laughs> like. Like, I've never been shouted at from across a room because of a Weezer shirt. I don't think I put that in the list of characters, those people. You did. We have a I whole did? We have a whole list of characters so we ran into in New typically York. Typically, we're just uh, stuck in the, the boring state that Alec bleeped out. So when we went to uh, New York... No, the they, they, know, we, they know where I live. Well, well you, you bleeped it out. Yeah, you just I mean, you, 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 didn't, you, you, you didn't want them to hear that you, the first time you saw Carol Carabinito was in the well, middle yeah. of the Denny's. Ha! <laughs> It's but, true, it wasn't then. But when we went to New York, there were so many crazy characters we saw, and we kept track of all of them, because we were like, is this what it's like to have experience with the outside world? And now we're stuck in, amidst cornfields and... <laughs> Funny, like, people are strange. That's what I got out of this. Well, people no, we... we oh, had... wow, that was a really good Doors reference, Tom. I'm so glad that on this music podcast, we're able to make so many little music references. I'm fucking you. So, so... I feel like uh, the, our New York stories can... 
We could talk about all the escapades and, That's a whole and hijinks and shenanigans <laughs> that happened over multiple episodes. Yeah, we'll just they kind of like they kind of like steer oh, it back I do a little bit. We we, yeah. we went too far with the, with the New York no, discussion. No, 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 no. I just the feel listeners like, are. I feel like we're spoiling. <laughs> I feel like we we've got so many hijinks I, no, I think, that we could talk about. I think we'll probably be talking about the New York trip for this entire podcast. Probably. That was insane. I also right under it, I have the kid asking Alec where the Nintendo store was. That was pretty odd. That was we odd. were. We, well, <laughs> I don't know what it's because we had a Nintendo store. Well, yeah, it's because I. A Nintendo store bag, but like, did, I guess I, I guess I looked. I don't know <laughs> why am I, part. why am I the one that's so approachable? I'm just gonna say that right He's here. Your, you're a friendly guy. Yeah, you're, I you've guess. Got a friendly face. You're everyone's I favorite. Fr- I got a friendly you have the welcoming face. Weezer shirts. Little I got the they know. Weezer. Yeah, little do they know how much of a psycho I am. I'm, if they could I'm see just up. one little bit of your twisted, fucked up mind, look, if they, they could would have one, they it. would run. <laughs> they would run. Maybe like Carol Carapanino, what? No, so <laughs> So Alec, like we got your like general like your your thoughts on like how much you love this album. Yeah. <laughs> Should we like kinda like say one more time, like kind of like us three as like newcomers, like what we think about it and before we kinda get into like kinda like the, the post discussion stuff? Um yeah. Let's do yeah. that. Let's do that. <laughs> how many how many stars trip? would you give this out oh, no, 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 no. ten stars? This is the guy who <laughs> I, refuses to rate things six. on Letterboxd, and he's asking us to rate albums. If now. you had a whole sheet of little shiny gold star I stickers, would, how many would you put on Carol Carabonito's I would say I would say in quality, it's a nine out of ten, but I give it I give it that little bonus. I give it that little push to be a ten because I just fucking love it so much. But what do you... Tom Stromboli. Tom Stromboli, please. (laughs) I give it one octopus sticker. Out of... Out of... 20 it, shark stickers. No, yeah, and like when you have you have your little like sea life nautical uh, sticker sheet. Why did you choose the octopus stickers specifically to give to Cara Carabinita? Oh, that's a good question. You know, my you have so my, yeah, you have so many little stickers. Why my subconscious was just thinking, I don't know, octopus, octopus, yeah. <laughs> what, <the>? <laughs> <laughs> what, what am I supposed to say to that? I don't know. Man. Okay, okay. All right, do, well, you, do you actually want me to rate this like out of a ten? No, like, no. Fuck that. Fuck rate your music and all the. I mean, like it's it's fuck. fun. It's we, fun to keep track of that stuff. But oh, assigning, I was like reading uh, Assigning a score and feel like you have to. It's kind of lame. If I had a sticker <laughs> sheet, I would give it a, like a grinning emoji with like a little thumbs up. And he's like, yeah, you go. And he's so enthusiastic that maybe people think he's being disingenuous. He doesn't really mean it. But he really did pretty much really enjoy that album. Can our score system just be, what emoji would you give this album? Who's starting the Instagram? Because we need to start posting this. Tyler? Yeah, 10 stars. Again, yeah, I think it's it's more so, like, I I love the creative output from this album. I love when it got weird. Um, However, this is not, like, I can't really imagine... Me buying it on vinyl to stick with the theme. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't imagine. fellas, would you buy this or no? <laughs> Honestly, that's not, we could we could we that's could have that response. I, oh, yeah, I do like that question actually. Yeah, it's kind of neat. We'll, we'll, we'll add it to the list. It, it might yep. be. This like, is still a baby podcast, so forgive us. Um, yeah, but yeah, it just it's something I just like can't really see myself like revisiting. It just I think again, it's just more so of a thing where it's just like. 
I get it. Would I, you, I, I get exactly what it's trying to do. Would you say you at least got one track out of this that you really yeah, liked? Yeah, only acting. Okay, and that's it. That, yeah, then, that, then that, my, that, that's, my job is complete. I, 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 will, <laughs> I will say that is a banger track. I like that. Oh, wait, should yeah. we all say, like, our top of all the tracks? Track? We already did, kind of. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, I'm sorry. Or we would be retreading. I mean, do you have one in mind that you want? I don't know, I just really like Visiting Hours. I think it's a fun song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, then it's Visiting Hours. I like it. So that was our. Uh, so wait, what was the score or sticker that you gave it? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, what, what sticker? It what doesn't sticker have to be. It could be anything. Just give it a something. Or you well, could give it like a little trinket. You could give it a little trinket, like a little coin. A little. I think I would give it a uh, a shrimp sticker. A shrimp. A shrimp sticker. Right, to remind Carol. Guys, <laughs> I discovered this funny band on TikTok. They have a song about shrimps. Uh, Karen Karen Burrito about uh, I was gonna say Carol Carol Burrito Carol Carol Burritos <laughs> Carol Bad Carol Carol I don't want to bring that up um, What'd you say I don't know I just no, did, that's I just made a reference I, I made to a... more <laughs> shitty Netflix content <laughs> Oh you said Carol Carol Baskins yeah. <laughs> you just fucking kind of Guess you. what This now this podcast now only has three members If you guys heard another guy talking Alex, <laughs> he was I'm here I'm about, I'm about to cut that out I'm about to I'm about to I'm about cut to erase that, Tom, all of Tom's lines like a Stalin picture Like I'm I'm gonna be like the Phantom Fourth Member that you just never hear because like a big censor beat over every time no, it's just gonna be like <laughs> cut it, cut it out, and stitch the clips together so it sounds like oh, that sounds like a little off because there was somebody else talking. Yeah, and then you can stitch AI all voice. of the stuff. I... <laughs> I'm gonna replace <laughs> it with an AI. You can put everything I've said into one short extra mini episode. <laughs> it's the Tome Hour. <laughs> it's Timbly. Live at the Timbly. <laughs> Tom AI voice is just gonna be. I love Death Grips. Death Grips is great. <laughs> no. See, you guys will discover over the course of this podcast that, you know, we all, we'll all call each other funny names and say funny things about each other, but Alec and Tom have been cursed with us calling them just increasingly stupid and odd names at all times <laughs> and uh, ma- making little funnies with their names. And it, I mean, it I, seems like they enjoy it at half time, I but the know, other time they're I, like, shut up. Look, I, I enjoy it 100% of the time. Yeah, same. I've even started... I know. <laughs> the only one that I'm not a fan of is Tim. You don't like Jeremy. Tim? But that's mostly because of, uh, like, extraneous sources. Oh, okay. people Through my whole yeah. life, just using that one. No, so the the one that is always used with me is, uh, it's because we saw it on a bottle of wine in New York. It was called Corbel. Um... <laughs> Should we should we tell them why? I mean, is if they know your last name, will they know you my, get doxxed? They, they know? already know my last How name. How do they know it? Did they find their IP address? You didn't say it. Yes, I have. I've said. Well, like it, this is connected to my whatever. This is connected yeah, but somebody to like my stumbled YouTube upon channel. this. Yeah. on on Spotify. My name is Alec Coble. Hi. <laughs> my name do we is Walter Hartwell White. Uh, only Alex's last, last name. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah, our last know. names are. <laughs> you're never gonna names. know everyone else's. Yeah. It's just your name lends itself so well it does. to funny little jokes. <laughs> it does, though. It's a very, it's a very odd name. It works very well. Where it's like, just Alec Corbel. I've actually started using Corbel for like funny little things, like funny I, little trinkets. Or just like I, I started naming. I named a playlist on my Spotify account. Uh, it's a playlist of city pop. I named it Corbel City. Um, and Madison was like, we were in the car, and Madison, my girlfriend, was looked at and just went. The fuck is that? <laughs> like, like, what, what is Corbel City? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop you right there because if we say Corbel one more time, all of our listeners are tuning out. They, they, oh, they're, they're hating this. Jake, bit. you are oh, so you're too paranoid. Yeah, they're, they're, they're. If they like, made it this long, they're not gonna stop. No, see, because you said that, 
all of the whimsy that we had dissipated for them, and they're like, these guys suck. And these guys, <laughs> these guys are they're shit. Gone. These guys don't know anything. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's change. Let's change. Let's, let's change. change. let's change. So this we've topic. we've given time and place. It's little stickers and trinkets. It has its place Treasures in a trophy and case. Trolls, yes. And now it's time <laughs> to move on to the next exciting segment. Um, what have you fellows been listening to? <laughs> wow! Holy, you sound so excited to hear it, Alec. I'm I am. so glad you asked. You I should am. have seen his face. It just went totally stoic. Let's let's go in reverse order and have Tyler start. Yes, please. I've been on a. I just started another Pink Floyd kick. Um, as you can see, well, you can't see you fuckers. Uh, above the Jeez. above the microphone, rude language directed towards our listeners. Tyler. Above Bleep the microphone uh, is my copy of the Division Bell by Pink Floyd. I was listening to last night while playing video games. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's really mostly all I've been listening to. Uh, the only thing I listened to, and uh, my good friend Mr. Thomas Tromboli uh, also <laughs> listened to, was the new Lana Del Rey album. <laughs> and it was pretty good. Do you want Do you want to say the title? Do you wanna... uh, did you know that there's a tunnel? T- did you know that there's a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard? That's the whole name. No, I didn't know that. Thank you, Tyler. There's also hey, a song. Thank you, Lana. There, there are also <laughs> songs cool. on that album that are unnecessarily long in title length. And one of my favorites is... Oh, but if you're gonna... pulling a Fiona Apple. It's one the pond, but it's Lana. It's a, it's, it's a funny. Oh, come on. Fiona <laughs> Apple didn't create long names. Yeah, but she did it decades before Lana. Oh, who cares? I don't care. I'm sure the Lana album's good. I'll get into Lana one of these days. Um, yeah, I think if I could find this is a, this is actually really a really interesting topic, because I, because Tyler, I think we might have like a very similar thing like why you don't can't really get into Cara Cara mm-hmm. Bonito. I can't get into Lana because of her voice. I, I was I, wondering I, that I totally too. get that too yeah. because yeah. my manager said the same thing. And she's a huge Swifty. Like okay, no, I will say this. I've heard Lana vocals being put over different instrumentals, and they've been pretty good. But like hearing her actual like how the actual production is, I can't say I'm too into it. But okay, does Cara Carabinino have any songs about uh, Pepsi Cola genitalia or? Uh, it's no. a no. Well, uh, she now you say that. I, I was you know what Jake, you shouldn't have brought that up because I was thinking about it and I was thinking, and I was you thought about it, that's kind of crazy. I was thinking, no, I was thinking, thinking you said it, man. Before we uh, move on to whatever else everybody else has been talking about, I did want to say that one of the songs on the album is called. Grandfather, please stand on the shoulders of my father while he's deep sea fishing, featuring Raya P. But that's a, <laughs> it's a good song. That's actually one of really my favorite songs. See, people make fun of you know cliche indie bands having names like Black Country New Road, but that's only four words. Is all I'm saying. No, I no, I I do think that those long titles can be fun if there's like some thematic relevance. Does yeah. that song like tell a story about fishing or what? I have like? I have no idea. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just curious if we if we ever do a podcast on that album, which we probably won't. Um, so one of us. It's just it's just too it's just too long. Th- there are better Lana albums to choose from. That's all I'll say. Is this is not going to be the one we would discuss? Yeah. Polygon Lana Land. Okay. Polygon Lana Land. <laughs> That's a uh, Lana's prog rock uh, masterpiece that she put out oh, in 2017. Oh, please. Uh, oh, please. <laughs> Alright, Jake, what have you been listening to Okay, well, week? luckily for you, I've been listening to a lot, but if we're talking uh, for about new releases, 
you know, you guys, you like Lana. You have the poster of Lana. You, you know, she's great. She's a, she's wow. a very uh, don't, beautiful don't young lady. Like I got the poster but, for free, Jesus. But but here's the thing. <laughs> while you guys while you guys have been doing that, Alec and I have been scaring the fucking hoes because we've been listening to the new album, Scaring the Hoes by JPEG Mafia and Danny Brown. Look, not and to, that shit goes hard, man. Look, not to be the stereotypical white rap enjoyer. Yeah. Enjoyer. <laughs> but guess what? We're not talking about like Kendrick or Childish Gambino. At least we're talking about Peggy and Danny. So. There is no at least. Peggy? Peggy? Yes. Yes. That's what the fan base calls him, buddy. Peggy? Get on the times, old man. (laughs) The future is now. You fucking Pink Floyd. Jack Harlow combo meal is where it's at. (laughs) You Pink Floyd listener don't even know anything about... As I just say, listen (laughs) Listen to to Peggy. (laughs) Is any of this going to be like... Never mind. What? We're not cutting any of this. <laughs> no, 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 go ahead. Fuck uh, Division Bell, the track Step a Pig by Danny Brown and JPEG Mafia. Is Did you I'm say talking. Peppa Pig? No, Step a Pig, <laughs> buddy. I will what, say, what were you probably, starting to say? Probably the funniest track name on that entire album is probably. Uh, I uh, like Kingdom Hearts Key. That's Kingdom a, Hearts Key is a good oh, name. Oh, there it is, yeah. What about Orange Juice Jones? Orange <laughs> Juice Jones is a bang. What were you going to say the funniest one is, though? I think Jack Harlow Combo Meal might be the funniest. Yeah, you're right. It's Jack, Hol- Jack, Har- Jack Harlow Combo <laughs> Meal. I can't talk. But basically, this is it's uh, a collaboration between two very talented rap artists, uh, JPEG Mafia and Danny Brown, and the beats that... Uh, Peggy. Yes, I'm calling him Peggy. I know it sounds cringe when you As, hear it audibly. You could just Peggy. say rappers. I don't think it's Rap artists. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. I know. One. Listen, as a, as a 20-year-old like I talk about rap, it's going to sound cringe no matter how I do it. It's... White. The, the, there's been a lot of complaints about the mixing and stuff. white? <laughs> white. But listen, listen. The sampling and everything, it's really fucking good. It is pretty it's, good. It's a great combo, and with these uh, goofy-ass titles and everything, you probably be like, oh, that's kind of cringe. They're just trying to capitalize on little references and stuff. But the music is genuinely good and fantastic. Um, beyond that, I've been in a Primus phase lately. Tyler has uh, gotten me into Primus a little bit more. I, I love the song with a good bass line, and Primus is just bass line after bass line. So that's, that, it's very good. I like their stuff a lot. Pork soda. Grab yourself a can of pork Pork soda. soda. (laughs) You want to talk about nerd shit? Primus. Uh, Hey, hey, Alec, you and I were fucking jamming the Sergeant Baker. We were, we were, we were. If anybody clicked on the podcast that has the four white guys in front of graffiti, like crossing their arms and like, look at us, we're the vinyls boys, and then listened one hour in. They should not be because we're fucking, judging me for listening about bad, Primus. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, just, you see me in my little bucket hat in that photo? Imagine me just bobbing my head along to a Primus bass line. We should have all had I'm so hats. cool. I'm so cool. And then the last one, if you, if you think that, that is nerd shit, the last one, I've yeah, been getting into a lot of uh, prog rock lately. I was listening to Jethro Tull, and I've been uh, listening to uh, Aqualung and Thick as a Brick, which are the... They're probably their two most well-known albums. So, I thought you were going to bring up Ween. <laughs> no, so, uh, the Ween will come later. What? This is a bit that just felt like it was just brilliant to reveal on the podcast. Jake, you might know it, but... What? The very latest, or I shouldn't say latest, but 2017, the latest Primus album features goblins on the front cover. Oh, what? yeah. It does. Whoa! <laughs> the saturating seven as I'm holding the vinyl copy right, here right go, now. Go, go. If you're it's on your phone. Seven, seven rainbow goblins on the cover. <laughs> God, look this up right now. I don't care if you're driving, if you're on the toilet, if you're in the shower. Go look at this album If cover. you're listening <laughs> to the video version, I'll put it up in the video. If, if you're pooping yeah, or peeing or if you're right. shitting or pissing. 
Yeah. Dude, this was my Goblins have achieved world peace because of Primus. Oh, oh wow. That's, that's a great that's pressing. Great. Yeah, it's if you guys you guys can't see it, but it's a, uh, a rainbow splatter uh, pressing of this album. It's actually a picture disc with a big old goblin on it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. That's, that's not Fuck it. picture discs too. The picture discs are also our enemy. And also at the same uh, time, uh, what just, uh, some some of the oh. sleeve just ripped. Uh, uh, just, uh, it's wait, fine. Just it's now? a pretty common pressing, so I'll just tape it. It's fine. I don't really care that much, but Uh-oh. whatever. Tyler well, broke his record. So I guess as we're talking about stuff we're listening to, I guess we can also say if we bought any uh, records. Well, it's, so it's, a different segment. it's a different it's segment. It's a different segment. It's a different segment because the Jethro Tull is going to tie into that. The Jethro I was wasn't done talking about Jethro Tull. I was going to do a segue. We haven't talked yet, Jake. Yeah. Okay, cut off the Jethro Tull discussion. Now we can talk about little flutes. We'll talk about flutes in a in a second here. Medieval music. Yeah. Tommy Pizza, what have you been listening to lately? Where'd the pizza come from? <laughs> you know that's one of your let nicknames. It, Don't deny it. I have not heard that one. Before. The listeners, <laughs> for, for the listeners, I, we have called him that a long time. He's trying to deny it because he's trying to shake it off before look, the podcast. Tom has been trying to. Tom has been trying to. The only one is my TikTok name. Look, like, <laughs> Tom's been trying to deny this for years, man. I've been telling <laughs> him. I've been calling him Tommy Pizza since we were fucking kids, dude. <laughs> we we were on the playground. We were on the swing set, and some <laughs> some little girl came up and she's like, "Are you Tommy Pizza?" And I was like, what? And it was like, yeah. Tommy, throw your pizza. Yeah, and I kicked her in the face. And then, but then, but then, here's the thing. And that's how I this was. Ca- this was kind <laughs> no, of a, no, no this was that. kind of a Primus sucks <laughs> situation because Tom actually, no, no, it's a Primus sucks situation because Tom actually took the Tommy pizza name and he turned it around and he made it badass. He embraced it. Yeah. He like, he had a pizza print suit that he'd wear on the playground <laughs> and he would strut around with his bodyguards. It's my face. He would, he would, he would. I'm just digging into a slice of pizza. All right, all right, all right, Tom. An hour and five minutes and we finally lost it. This in is, any Tom, sort of order has been abandoned. What have you been listening to recently? <laughs> it got really chaotic. Um, well, obviously the Lana album. Yeah. Which I think, you know, is... I've only listened to it that once. I haven't re-listened to it. Um, oh. oh. It's still going. Is it still going? It's still, hopefully... I can just chop it if it's, okay. uh, if it's not going. Oh, we had a little technical difficulty here. There it goes. That's okay, still going. okay, we're back. Um... You know, it's kind of a, it's a little bit of a goofy album because there's some things she says that are totally out of pocket, but that's such as with all her albums. I've also, you know, it's been a bit of a stagnant time for me with music. I haven't really found any other new releases, but the stuff I've been like getting more into, um, Journey specifically, um, I'm a big like... I'm a big vocals person, personally. So I like words. I like I like I like words. <laughs> I like reading them and things. Words, that's nerd shit, man. I, I don't like listen to the words. I don't like guitar and those drums. I just want spoken words. <laughs> <laughs> Put me to sleep. <laughs> no, Sleepy no, no. time. Um, no, but I'm a big fan of Journey, and uh, I've been trying to complete my uh, Pink Floyd listen through all their albums. I may be like what, 60% through because I just listened to the final cut thanks to Tyler's. Isn't that, I thought that's where it ended. I don't think there were any albums past that. Yeah, you know what? Once they got rid of Mr. Big Nose Man, it kind of <laughs> <laughs> it went downhill from there. Horsefella. Or, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> after that, I, I just, who cares, right? What even is Pink Floyd? <laughs> I'm kidding. Stuff. 
I'm just kidding. I do like them quite a lot. Um, we all love Pink Floyd. We all love Pink Floyd here. None of us are um, gonna. None of us are gonna slander it. No. Yeah, yeah. That that what's what's the album with the triangle on the front? That one's pretty good. Oh, <laughs> oh, uh, oh the, the game, wall. The, the game pride one. Uh, back in black. Yeah. Oh, that was the uh, the final cut. No, Imagine Dragons um, did it first. <laughs> it's not as good as like maybe Led Zeppelin or something, but that triangle album's all right. <laughs> yeah. If I say something that sounds like a really uninformed music opinion, it was probably a joke. Just uh, to <laughs> or take, maybe it wasn't. Uh, take take <laughs> a grain of salt, please. Well, yeah, we haven't gotten to your most unpopular opinions yet. So, what, what are my most unpopular opinions? We'll get, we'll I don't get know. There. We'll I don't get know. There. We'll yeah, get we'll there. get there. All soon. All will be Alec, revealed. What have you been listening to recently? Hello, uh, I've been listening to. <laughs> Uh, just like Jake, I've been listening to Scaring the Hose. Hello, America. Hello, America. Um, <laughs> I, I've also been listening to um, uh, Rainbow. I've been listening to the album uh, Richie Blackmore's Rainbow. Uh, incredible stuff. Um, what else have I been listening to? Oh, uh, De La Soul uh, recently had their entire catalog put on Spotify finally. Uh, so I've been listening to just kind of an album at a time. Uh, this week I listened to Three Feet High and Rising. Which is just a Classic. really, really, really fun hip hop. You mean falling album. backwards, falling in reverse? <laughs> My life is like a video where game. Where did that like where is <laughs> three feet high rise <laughs> even tie into falling in reverse? I don't, know, I don't know how that happened. My and brain just synapses were like triggering. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah, three feet three feet high and rising, really good. Go listen to it. I've also been listening to um, some ambient stuff. Uh, the Caretaker has been a pretty big uh, mainstay in my listen my listen in listening time i don't know what do you <laughs> in my music listening uh but i've been finally delving into everywhere at the end of time which is his massive six and a half hour project you know it's cool that just won an oscar uh, a lot of Oscars shut, shut up <laughs> shut, shut up no no it's no. really I, it's really sad when i knew that the bit was coming a fucking mile away tyler too. just it's because you keep saying that, I, that you I would predict all my jokes i must look i must be on a, like a different like stoop, <laughs> i must be You're on the like one well, no, I must be on a completely different wavelength because I'm not seeing these bits at all. Okay, oh. Tyler, you're if you're so smart, what's my next bit, buddy? No, what's no, the no. next thing I no, say? No, we're not gonna do that. Somebody's got to say something that sounds like something else, and then Jake will be like, "Wait, wait." So you're what you're saying is other thing, other 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 internet reference. I will say there. You is... know, it's just like that Marvel movie I really like. Oh God. <laughs> there is also an artist. There is an artist that I have been getting really into, but what's that, I, I'm not gonna say because it will be my choice. For okay, this, then don't say it for this. Yeah. Oh, I'm okay. not gonna. <laughs> I done. That's all I've been listening to. <laughs> right. Wait, say he said say, say it ain't so by Weezer. That's a funny reference. Oh, you got Did you predict me. that one, Tyler? <laughs> no. I, I said I said the word that was in the song because he said the word in real life. Oh. So, uh, what are some records that you guys have gotten this past uh, week or so, Tyler? <sighs> all right. <laughs> I sold a few Funko Pops. Uh, these I don't really like Funko Pops anymore. <laughs> it's okay. The first step is admitting you had a problem. Why did you start, did you start with that? You didn't even have to admit that part, to be honest. I don't care. Well, no, we no. all had Funko Pops, but why did you say it like a shameful thing? Is you well? did, it is you did, shameful. You did, you did say it like it was an addiction. I, I melted all of mine down. Uh, but anyways, but in... <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry. Tom has a big melted plastic <laughs> ball of figures. <laughs> no, 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 you don't get it. I used that plastic and pressed a bunch of new albums. 
in, in return, I got two Radiohead albums. Um, I got Kid A, finally, and Amnesiac. Two ones that I've been keeping my eye on. Uh, they're two of my favorite Radiohead albums, and they just recently got repressed too. So, and they're they're pretty they're pretty quality represses. Um, the inter like the gatefold's like really cool for each one. Uh, for some reason, Amnesiac is at forty five RPM. Really? Yeah. I, cool. I found that a little odd. That's interesting. My is copy. It, I mean, how long is the album? You have it. Yeah, I have I have the Kid Amnesiac. Uh, oh, you have Kid thing. Amnesiac. Yeah, no, it's weird because like Amnesiac by itself is like forty five, but Kid A is at thirty. Hmm. That's and interesting. I told Tom this earlier too. Uh, Kid A, like the title track, it ends side A with a locked groove too. What? Oh. Wait, 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 wait. Which wait. track does it end on? Oh, is the Kid, kid a. is the Kid A a double? Uh, double LP? It's two LP, yes. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, oh, okay. So you're talking about yeah, the actual track today with yeah before it baby noises. Into, yeah. Well, no, wow. it's not baby noises. It's like a weird, like ambient, like. Mm. Oh, is it like? Yeah, I think it's yeah that that, that whole thing. And yeah. then like the uh, other side leads into national anthem. Yeah, national, yeah, national anthem. anthem. Yeah, it's it's really cool. I mean, you just kind of have to let it play out for a little while, and then like it just like locks on the groove. And, I like, like that. That's yeah, really no, cool. It's really cool. Um, but yeah, I've gotten uh, a few David Bowie pressings uh, over the weekend. I got uh, Outside again because I sold my old copy that was kind of like a little beaten up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got the new copy of that. Uh, one of his albums called Earthling, which has really, a really funny album cover. I love Earthling. <laughs> it's a really good oh. album cover. That's the one with the uh, scary monsters on it, right? No, that's oh, no. What's, um, what's the... I'm Afraid of Americans. What's uh, the track yeah, on there? Me too. That I know, I Little Wonder. I know Little Wonder. Yeah, no, Earthling is actually a banger album. I really like that. And then uh, again, I got the Lana, the new Lana album, as well as uh, Dark Side of the Moon, the new live at Wembley, nineteen seventy four performance, as well. Nice. Sweet. It is a very neat looking. That person. is. A, that's a great haul, Tyler. It and Tyler, it's really great because you know, in trading Funko Pops for Radiohead, you traded in. The 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 uh, the right, Virgin right. trinkets for the Virgin artistic masterpieces, what? and I think that's a it's a worthy trade, you know. What did you get, Jake? I only make the Virgin joke about Radiohead because Radiohead may be my favorite band of all time, so I'm I'm going for the easy shots here. I'm sorry. Look, you could have you could have just said that you you traded virginity for more virginity. Yeah, but like except one virginity I'm, is much preferable. Except that's it's the virginity you can be proud of. See, I got yeah. double virginity when I'm not even a virgin, too. It's like so. double. It's like double. <laughs> jet. Yeah, we're not. Well, we're not, we're not like, trying to be like. Well, I, it's like, we all, we all, we all, you know, double, we all are uh, double virginity. Taking home smoking hot babes every night. Double virginity uh, sounds like double jeopardy. <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> all right, Jake. Or what Jake have you is. bought? <laughs> no, speaking. If we actually want to talk about virginity. Um, I will just take take a little bit of time to uh, talk about the Jethro Tull album I got that I was uh, already ranting to them on the Snapchat yes, about yes. last night. So I got Thick as a Brick, which is you know widely regarded as their masterpiece. They have a lot of pretty great albums, but that's the one where it's basically you know one long song divided into two parts, but only divided into two parts because it's two sides of an LP. <laughs> so it's a uh, really great prog rock album. It's got a lot of great flute parts. Uh, Ian Anderson is known for his uh, love of the flute and some people think it's goofy but I really enjoy it and think it's a fun addition to it and I also think the vinyl pressing is very neat because it is encased in a newspaper with like 15 pages that all have little stories with bits and jokes that tie into the other stories and I think that the dedication to create that is yeah, I, pretty I s- neat. I saw it today it is pretty interesting looking <laughs> like I will say 
No, I don't. I don't really have any interest in listening to it at all. But it just does look like a really interesting album to own. Well, I'll finish it by saying I. To, I was telling Alec one of my favorite bits is that on the cover it's like, the the whole story is about how this child wrote a poem. It was too controversial, so it got banned or whatever. And they're like, oh, we published the full poem on page seven, but the poem is just the lyrics of the album. And oh. then after the lyrics of the album, there is an article about how Jethro Tull made an album based on the poem. And then after the article about how they made the album based on the poem, there's a review for the album based on the poem. So it's just, it's and just like it's, a cycle. It's just like a cycle of articles <laughs> riffing on the previous articles, and I think it's just kind of funny, especially for if coming yeah. come out in 1972 for it to be such an elaborate like elaborate parody joke. of a concept album. No, yeah, I think that's it's definitely interesting. That's pretty like, funny. You have to put a lot of dedication into that of like the whole experience. <laughs> yeah, no, I was I was listening to my album, flipping through my little newspaper, and I was having a good time. Did you have your like glasses at the tip of your nose? Yeah, and yeah. Some some bourbon or something. Yeah, I was, I was in I, front of my fireplace. I was I was entertained by you by you saying, "Now I'm gonna go read my newspaper and listen to my record like an old man." <laughs> right. The old man in the Jethro Tull album. Yeah, yeah. So, Tom. Tom. Oh yeah. Um, I too got that new Lana album. I had, it has not been delivered to me yet, but I got a different variant. Um, he, got, know, he got pink. I got the, I got the pink and green one. <laughs> well, it's just a pink pressing, but it's got... <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Um, I've also gotten a, another album, which is, I can't say, because it's the one I'm going to talk about for my choice. Oh. But, uh, and then we recently all just went to a, like, a record fair thing, like a record riot. Um, <laughs> it's called the record it's riot. Called, you were so casual. It's like this, it's, it was it's, just kind of a riot. You know? It was a riot. It was a, it was a hoot and a holler. It was and a good old was, time. You know, it was just a I bunch of record lo- <laughs> It was a bunch of local vendors selling used stuff, and I got a album I've been looking for for a while. Brothers and Sisters by the Almond Brothers. My dad has gotten me into them a long time ago, and <laughs> it's a very it's like dad rock, very like country ish, you know, seventies and. Funnily enough, like I have it in my hands, I'm walking around looking at stuff, and there's a lot of people here. Seventy-five percent of them are like old white men, and this guy taps me on the shoulder. He's like, "Hey, man, good pick." <laughs> and I was like, Thanks, man. You <laughs> didn't tell us about that. That's you great. got his approval. Yeah, I that's, did. That's I awesome. did. Yeah. Hey, man, that's pretty good. Maybe he would have given you the same little thumbs up emoji sticker I was talking about earlier. You'd been like, no, "Good job yeah. on the record. Good job, he, kid." He but um, I also got a Hame album. Uh. And um, what else? Hey. Yeah, um, those are like the three most recent. I Didn't you say. get a Charlie? Charlie? Yeah, Charlie XCX. Oh no, I was contemplating oh, getting okay. that one, but I, I got the Ham one instead. I do eventually. I'm going to get that. Um, Wait. He's been pondering him for a while. Charlie XX didn't uh, didn't Black Country New Road write something about? I will <laughs> destroy your soul. Okay, well I don't know <laughs> I don't know what this is about, but Charlie XX is good. I don't know I don't know what these two you're are. You're probably about. better off not having heard the third masterpiece don't, that uh, you know says things about her that Black Country New Road. I don't know about what these two fellows are talking about, but anyway. Yeah. Um, well, well, I got um, I got a pressing of Black Country New Roads Ants from Up There that I've listened to like three times already. See, that um, was my segue in your, in your little... Oh, thank you, Jake. Thank <laughs> you for making it so natural on me. Um, he's, he's forcing it. This is called uh, a forced conduct. Forced bit. I also got um, a used copy of Richie Blackmore's Rainbow, which is why I've been listening to that one recently. I finally got a copy of um, An Evening with Silk Sonic by Bruno Mars and nice. Anderson Pock. You didn't have that already? No, no. I got it because of... Um, 
see, when they announced the pressing originally, it was like, oh, if you order it from our website, we'll send you the version with uh, the extra track on it. Uh, but if you just buy it in the store, we're not going to do that. <laughs> so I was going to hold out for the web the website one, and I just never ordered it. And then I was at um, a little store uh, that we all go to, and I looked and I looked in the little like bin of new stuff, and it was like, oh, Silk Sonic. Oh, it has the new track on it, and there goes twenty dollars. So, <laughs> so I have it now because uh, it's one of my favorite albums from uh, its release year, twenty twenty one. So it's pretty good. Um, I've not, I've never been too much of a Bruno Mars fan myself, though. It's, it's odd that I like. I don't think any I of did. us really are. Yeah. Well, uh, clearly didn't know <laughs> me in twenty fifteen. Oh yeah, were you, well, were you, was was little Jake dancing around in his bedroom? <laughs> uptown, funk you up. Um, uh, <laughs> I declined to comment. Like, cut, cut that out. We're not doing that. <laughs> what? <laughs> We're not talking about uptown funk on our prestigious. <laughs> no, only happy by Pharrell is, is our favorite song. Really. No. <laughs> okay. Um, All right. So I also got. Oh, what's up? Oh no, no. Go ahead. Um, I also got. McCain is coming out of the side of the stage, Alex, to drag you off the stage. No, please, better, please, I'm not done. I'm not done. Record discussion. Maybe dance. Yeah, the little the little Porky Pig like ending of Looney Tunes is coming in. Okay. Um, I got. I got the rest of my Tally Hall records. You want to talk about nerd shit? Talk about Tally Hall got delivered to my house, Good and Evil, and the singles. Pretty good stuff. Um, and I got one more. Oh, yeah, so I've been... I've been supporting this uh, indie label on Bandcamp called uh, Geometric Lullaby. And they do a lot of uh, vaporwave ambient-type releases. And over Christmas, the guy was emailing a lot of the supporters... And we were just talking, and uh, and he was like, I was thinking of doing this like giveaway thing for Christmas. Uh, and he was like, are there any of the albums in our catalog that you would like like to get? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I, I've been looking at this one. And he was like, oh, I'll just send it to you. And I'm like, really? And it was very nice of him. He sent me a free copy of it. It's called uh, Yes, We're Open by Groceries. Uh, and it's um, a little subgenre of, uh, of uh, Vaporwave called Mall Soft, which kind of takes... Mall Soft. It kind of it takes the it takes the uh, I guess the vibe of those uh, videos you see where it's like this song playing in an empty mall or something. Oh, um, so like the uh, the video that's like plain white tees playing in an abandoned Toys R Us. Yeah, yeah, it's like, <laughs> that, it's, that, it's like that type thing. It's cool. It's a little ni- It's a neat little album. I, I like the packaging of it a lot, and I like the guy a lot. Thank you, Dennis. Um, Shout out dude, to Dennis. you're friends with Dennis Reynolds. Dennis, if you're, <laughs> if you're listening to this, Dennis, we. Uh, Thank you, Dennis. I like I like you. I like you, and I like your. I like the music that you put out on that label. Good stuff. But that's uh, all the records I got. Nice. Nice. Okay. Do we want to kind of wrap this up, Tyler, and you announce your? Sounds good to me. Wait, Jake, don't we need uh, to say our favorite tracks from Time and Place? By no. Tom, what were your opinions on the album? Uh, <laughs> all right. Um, yes, yeah, so as you can see in uh, whatever uh, streaming place that you are listening to this, um, I am up next in line and I have my album all set right here. I'm just going to drop the album cover on the floor. Okay, wait, Jake, uh, drum roll, please. Drum roll, please. Uh, imaginary drum roll in three, two, oh, I'm closing my eyes. one. Oh, oh, yes! Let's go! Paul, jump scare. All right, we're going to be talking about Band on the Run uh, by Wings, Paul McCartney and nice. Wings. Um, for next episode, this is 
uh, just a, a quick little thing. Um, I'm also taking the opportunity for this podcast to introduce myself to albums that I wanted to have a better connection with. And this is one of them. And I've really been into Beatles mood as of late, so this is more of a perfect time, if anything. Nice. So sweet. I'm excited. Yeah, we're yeah, doing. We're fun. gonna do band on the run next time. It's Sounds gonna, good. It's to gonna me. be a good time with lots of laughs, giggles, and other things. Giggles, chortles, and threats of violence. <laughs> um, That's the tagline for this. We're gonna podcast. be talking a lot about the Beatles. I can tell you that right now. And I will make more lame pop culture references that won't land with anyone else. In, in Oh, yeah. Jay. Yeah. So, so oh, Jay, that's like our sitcom. Like, ah. <laughs> can, we, can you insert like a laugh track? Yeah, yeah, I okay, can. Great. Just do one. Like an old school only, laugh track. Only ever do one. I'm only gonna, right it's only going to be one laugh. Here yeah. it is. <laughs> and there, it's, and there it went. One laugh track. <laughs> yeah, and, and there it went. <laughs> all right. Thank you all for watching yeah. Vinyl's Boys. Or listening. Yes. Stay, or listening. Stay tuned. We're going to have... If you're watching, I'm really concerned because we don't have any video version of this, so... Uh. What do you want? Are you? Are you <laughs> They're at the basement window right now. Are you staring? Right are you staring oh at your? God. Are you staring at your plaster wall, waiting for something to happen? Have fun. Is that? <laughs> a, is that? Never mind. It's not, it's not a reference. <laughs> I wish it was, because that was a dumbass. It's statement. a reference to a. It's a dumbass statement right, that I will. Our be, friend will be cutting. have to bleep out right now. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Who? <laughs> oh, die. Uh, <laughs> but I think we should have already cut the episode at this point anyway. Yeah. I think there were a few opportunities, so this yeah. is just this is not even actually part of the episode. Bye. We're done. We made it. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. Hasta la vista.